Welcome to the Journal Star News Podcast. I'm Zach Plahacek. Uh, today, today I'm here with uh, with Trent Fellers, a former city councilman now running a petition that has been pretty widely publicized uh, for $1.1 billion in property tax cuts. I don't know, is that the right way to describe it, Trent? Property tax relief, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, hey Trent, how's it going? Great, great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming in. Um, so uh, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about this petition that you've got going and what, what your goal is? Yeah, so I've been for over a year working with a group called Reform for Nebraska's Future. I'm the executive director of that group. And uh, we we formed the group last year, did a big capital press conference on January 3rd. And uh, our idea was, hey, we're going to push property tax relief bills and reform bills through the legislature. And uh, uh, it was Mark Folson and I um, who used to run the state party for the Republican side. And uh, we... We were uh, going to respond and uh, and and do a bunch of work on bills that were introduced uh, to the revenue committee to to deal with this problem. That's been a uh, property taxes have been a problem for for twenty years. I think Nebraska has a long <laughs> storied history of property tax issues uh, in the state, but uh, you know we felt like uh, now was the time to act. So we did uh, we did some polling um, and figured out that. Uh, Nebraskans really wanted to see property tax relief and reform, um, so uh, we did a uh, online petition and some polling and gathered uh, I think fourteen thousand signatures uh, from people all over the state, and uh, did our press conference. Took those signatures to the the governor's office and the speaker of the legislature. We turned thousands of phone calls and emails into each. Uh, each office uh, for the revenue committee and other senators are interested in property tax relief. And in the last session, we didn't see anything happen. So uh, we, over the summer, um, I brought, you know, ag and urban groups together, uh, property tax groups, uh, people from all over the state. And we had conversations on what policy it could take to, uh, to take care of this problem in Nebraska. And um, so we came up with a refundable income tax credit that would be a 30% reduction in your overall property tax bill um, and uh, started working on language to uh, ultimately um, get it through the Secretary of State's office and be able to collect petitions. And the goal is to get this on the ballot for 2018, correct? Yeah, the goal is to get it um, uh, on the ballot for November uh, 2018. So between now and then, uh, we have to collect 85,000 signatures um, from Nebraskans. I think we have to collect we have, there's certain county restrictions that you need to collect a certain number from in each county. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're all over the state. We have volunteers uh, that are collecting now um, and, and paid circulators that are, um, that, that are collecting signatures right now. And tell me when that started and how long you have to gather all these signatures. <laughs> so we launched, um, we launched in uh, uh, earlier this month, early in February, um, we had volunteers out right away. Um, we've had thousands of petitions printed. So uh, for the people that want to volunteer, um, you know, I have a I have a gigantic box of petitions in the back of my car. Uh, and then we have paid circulators that are out there. They've been out there for about two weeks now, um, and circulating between Lincoln and Omaha and some other places. So, um, and we have until uh, July fifth of this year to to collect those signatures and if we get the 85,000 we can we will have it on the ballot in November. Okay. And and how the, how does this work? 
um, it's, it's $1.1 billion, and it's 30% of a person's property tax bill, but how does that play out? Yeah, so basically um, the, the statute that we're trying to uh, get approved by the voters would, would do a 30% uh, refundable income tax credit. So when you're a taxpayer, you, um, you would claim that uh, ref, ref, refund, if you will, uh, for your property taxes paid um, to on your on your state income tax form. So um, when you file your state income taxes coming up here in a- April, um, you know next year, you, uh, if it passes, you'd be able to put that as a line item on your taxes, and uh, the state would essentially uh, send you a check dollar for dollar um, of what your uh, approximately about thirty percent of what the property taxes you pay uh, back to you. They'd send you money. And I think what I've read is so you're saying 30%, and, and the way you calculate that is it's 50% of what you pay to the schools. Is that right? It's specific to education, or am I? Yeah, yeah. So um, the basis for it and the way it's written, um, you know, K through 12 education is roughly 60% of most property tax bills across the state, and that's an average. Uh, so what our, our, what our idea um, for the credit is, is to basically, um, since the state is mandated to be the uh, funder of education in the Constitution. Uh, you know, the state shall provide uh, free education to all students, and that's paraphrasing of the constitutional uh, provision in there. Uh, but uh, we basically said, hey, if you, and the easiest way to explain it is if you want to know how much money you get back, go take out your, uh, your property tax statement from your county treasurer, go down to that general fund school uh, levy, not the levy overrides of the bond, and just divide that number by two, and that would be the check you would get back from the state. Okay. So, so people, uh, other petition drives that have happened in the past, of, you know, the death penalty being the most recent really public one, those are, those are petitions that are, uh, people really have these sort of concrete opinions on those issues. They're either for them or against them. And you're coming out with an issue that I think pretty much sounds nice to just about everybody. It's yeah. Property tax cuts, lower property taxes. Um, what kind of, if any, hurdles do you expect between now and July 5th? Well, you know, it's it's a daunting effort to go statewide and collect signatures from people and, uh, you know, to get as many places as you possibly can. Um, you know, we have we have plenty of time between now and July 5th to go and get those signatures. But uh, to just be able to reach uh, people in, in every corner of the state, uh, put them in front of a petition and sign it, um, I don't think the 85,000 threshold is... is uh, you know, it's not easy by any means, but it's also uh, not an unobtainable uh, number. I mean, the death penalty petition had to gather twice as many signatures, and they did it in two months. So, uh, you know, certainly um, there's a there's a path for us, and we've hired the same vendor that came in and collected those signatures as the death penalty. So um, that's one of the keys that I think will be successful. The other thing is property taxes are an issue. You know, people feel strongly about, you know, the death penalty or other things, but uh, if you if you go out in the field and you poll, uh, Nebraskans are upset about property taxes, and it doesn't matter whether you live in North Platte or Scotts Bluff or North Fork or Valentine or Omaha or Lincoln. Uh, in in my career in politics and knocking doors, even on my city council campaign, uh, property taxes were predominantly the issue that came up uh, when I went door to door. So, uh, you know, it's something that Nebraskans are fired up about, um, and we're going to use that um, energy and uh, on the issue to, to collect those signatures. And ultimately, I, I think that'll be 
uh, the reason we're successful in November. So um, talking about the passion on this issue, obviously one uh, person who has come out pretty strongly against the proposal is the governor, um, member of your same party. Yep. Uh, he, I've heard him use the phrase, uh, the term civil war in describing what would happen if this got on the ballot, that, that there would be a major fight over this. Um, what, uh, what is the difference of opinion there? I mean, I, I guess my understanding is he thinks this is just going to come at too great a cost to the state. Um, that they're either going to have to raise other taxes to pay for it or that money is going to come from somewhere. What, what about this issue compels you to say this is, we got to do this now? And well, this one. Nebraskans are so passionate about this issue and fired up about it. I mean, um, I think we're already at a place where um, we're, we're seeing that passion bleed over. Um, and that's why there's a petition drive. It's because the legislature um, hasn't acted uh, you know, here we are uh, with 20 days left in a legislative session, uh, roughly, and the Revenue Committee hasn't kicked out a single bill on property taxes, and they didn't kick out a single bill on property taxes last year that would have helped it to um, a greater extent. I mean, even the governor's bill is, uh, <clears throat> even the governor's bill says the Property Tax Relief Act, but um, you know, there's really no substantial property tax relief in the current form of his bill for the next several years. So um, we're we're at a place where we've we have a billion dollar problem, and that's not a billion dollar problem in the ag uh, world uh, alone. It's it's in urban areas. Uh, you have Omaha uh, homeowners that are complaining about high property taxes too. Um, so. You know, as far as the Civil War, I mean, people are fired up about the issue and they're looking for leadership um, at the state level to, to get it done. And uh, we haven't seen that. And that's why there's a petition drive. And it's also why, you know, we're having some early success in gathering signatures right now. Um, you know, our notes from the field uh, that we've been getting from our, our paid circulators say that this is one of the easiest signatures they've been able to get. So, uh, and you know, every day I get texts from people that are circulating petitions um, in one county or another saying, hey, I got 80 signatures this weekend. Um, so, um, and that's just one circulator on a Saturday afternoon. Um, I know another person told me they had 120 of them and they'd only circled, circulated for a couple days. I had one guy I gave a petition to, he returned it to me three hours later with 20 signatures on it. So, uh, you know, if, uh, it, it's funny uh, that we're seeing, um, you know, elected leaders at the highest level of the state saying that it's going to come at too great a cost. I think Nebraskans are already saying, "Hey, my property taxes are too great a cost, and we want to. They want to see a different form of taxation in the state." We've got a little bit of extra time, so um, I'm going to I'm going to ask you kind of a more open-ended question and yeah. answer it if you're comfortable, and we can yeah. cut it out if it doesn't work, but. Um, this, this has been an issue for so long. I mean, since before I've been aware that it was an issue, it's been an issue. And um, it seems like no one can figure this out. Like property taxes are a perpetual complaint, particularly when, when um, agriculture is struggling as it has been in, in recent years. Um, why is this such a challenging issue for the state? Why? Um, <clears throat> why is it such a challenging issue for the state? Um, I think all of our local 
levels of government are interconnected with the state because the state prescri prescribes a method of taxation. Um, they prescribe the method that's collected, um, and they also control the purse strings on you know aid to local government. And really, the the way to drive down local property taxes is to have money that comes from the state, whether it's going back to the taxpayer or whether it's going into those local government entities. So, you know, we've seen state aid to cities be be eliminated. We've seen state aid to counties be eliminated. We've seen the school aid formula um, not be kept up with. And so that's why we're at this breaking point. We've also seen valuations skyrocket um, and local entities uh, take that valuation dollar rather than, you know, returning it back. Um, I, I think it's the nature of government. Sometimes, uh, you know, you need to reset things and rethink what your business model is as a state. Um, and uh, and I think that's where we're at right now. You know, we did that back in the 60s and 70s. We went away from a state property tax levy and, uh, you know, kind of uh, inter introduced a state income tax and a state sales tax. Um, and I, I think we're at that place again where, uh, you know, we've we've uh, eroded a tax base. We have $4 billion worth of sales tax um, uh, exemptions in the state. And if you take out the agriculture exemptions and the uh, industrial inputs, that still leaves $2 billion worth of exemptions that the state could uh, the state could take care of. And a lot of those exemptions are more than 50 years old. Uh, so uh, I think it's time for a wholesale review and I, I that will be what happens if we uh if, if we're successful in one getting this on the ballot and two passing it in november okay great well thanks trent yeah. uh that's all for us today uh thanks for uh for coming on thanks to lauren bedalik of lincoln for the music and thanks of course to you all for listening uh you can follow this podcast by searching lincoln journal star on itunes and other major podcasting services uh, you should also check out our Husker Extra podcast. Those guys have been going for quite a while. Um, that's all for today. Take care.